Hello and welcome to episode 206, Nerd's Eye View. I have with me Adam. Hello. That's an Adam. I'm an Adam. He's an Adam. The other side of the A-team. Yep. Andrew. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Good. You doing good? Yeah. We've got a good show for you guys. We've got our uh, review of Big Hero 6. Of course, that comes after new on DVD, Blu-ray, and TVD. All that good stuff. After the box office top 10. But let's just get into it, shall we? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Box Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 <sighs> Number 10. Nope. nope. No. What am I doing? Count me down. It's been a while, okay? Give me give me a break. Uh, hopefully you won't uh, be in number 10. The Book of Life. I was reading that when I bumped into number 9. Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. <laughs> Which you'd have if you met number 8. John Wick. You know, I, I met him once and he was full of number 7. Fury. Uh, basically because he was being followed by number six. The night crawler. Uh, but while he was out, uh, you know, cr- crawling, uh, he prayed to number five. St. Vincent. Uh, you'd also be able to talk to St. Vincent if you're using number four. O-I-G. O-E-G. Ouija-Ouija. You know, I used one of those to talk to number three. Gun girl. Which is what you would be if you went number two. Interstellar. I traveled... That way with number one. Big Hero 6. So this, I have never seen a spread like this before. A- Adam told me a thing. Tell, say that thing now. Oh, yeah. Um, so the number two and the number one both made oh, 50 million or more, which has only happened four times in movies opening the same weekend. That's insane. And the other time it happened, one of them was an animated movie. I don't remember which one, but it, probably Toy Story. Or Frozen. <laughs> Frozen was yeah. pretty pop. Maybe, but yeah. Well, it might have been, but whatever opened up with it might not have been. That's true. But yeah, this has only happened four times. It's hmm. it's amazing. I mean, they took so much money that everything else is below seven million. Uh, that's ridiculous. I've the never Book seen of Life made two point eight million. That's it. Wow. That and I, and, and I, look I, at the number week over week. We've got seventy six million last year. One hundred and forty five million this, this this week. Yeah, it's almost double. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm still I'm surprised Alexander and the whatever day is still yeah. on this list. I don't like, know how did that, that hang on this long? I haven't heard anything about that movie at all. That's crazy. I think um, I think the reason is is Interstellar got a lot of hype mm-hmm. and it did trailers really mm-hmm. well. I think so. I knew that was going to do well because McConaughey. It's Kristen. It's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Nolan's got that. We name. we knew it was going to do big, but I think Big Hero Six. I mean, it's just a really solid. Uh, kids movie that came out and mm-hmm. every kid is going to want to go see it I mean I wanted to go see it so I think that's why it did so well too I mean they just came out at the right time and they did the right thing yeah yeah I mean spoilers for our review but it it's worth that money yeah <laughs> it definitely is yeah, it's uh, going to be one of those movies that people are going to watch for a while and gonna, people it's, word of mouth is going to spread whereas Interstellar I think uh, spoiler for that review but that's going to be de- decisive. Well, ne- um, to, just to talk about how popular both of these films are, we had already decided we were going to do uh, kind of more or less a double review. So we are going to record a review of Interstellar, and and you'll be able to listen to that next week. Uh, we want to give we want to do all the spoilers, but also give people time to watch it. Yep. Uh, so so look for that next Big, week. Big Hero Six. You can't really spoil much. I mean, it's just a, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a kids it's, film. What do you yeah. expect? But yeah. it's we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna review it later on in the show. But Interstellar, 
next week. That's that's uh, that's how big these two were. We had to review both. Yep. Let's get into the new releases. Then. Mm-hmm. Let's freaking do it. Uh, so if you don't want to go out to theaters, uh, you got some new releases here uh, coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, this first one, uh, I don't remember hearing about it, but it sounds weird. I thought it was a Nicolas Cage movie. Nope. That's another drive. That's, uh, this drive angry drive or whatever. Angry. Yeah, this release is <laughs> drive hard. Okay, is this a, is this a spoof on uh, walk walk? Is this the Rock and Billy Bob Thornton one? Nope. That's oh, what's that one called? Driven. <laughs> Driven. <laughs> this is John Cusack and Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane has like long hair. It's <laughs> it's a strange. It's a strange world we're living he's going, in. He's going through his Jesus face. Uh, Thomas Jane is a race car driver. And oh god, he <laughs> he's a driving instructor, and now oh, a mysterious out of towner John Cusack shows up for a driving lesson and hijacks him to be his getaway driver in a heist. John okay. Cusack needs this to calm. Insane. John Cusack needs to calm down. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, this sounds I painful. Actually, yeah, I kind of want to see this. <laughs> All right. Did oh, this come uh, out this year? Oh my the God. tagline, this heist is about to go into overdrive. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, what oh, am I Oh, Thomas Jane. He's been in so many things that <laughs> just were not good. I like The Punisher. All right, <laughs> so here's another good kids movie. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't, oh. seen, it. I haven't seen the first now one Now I'll either. get a chance. Oh, all right. How to Train Your Dragon 2. You guys need to, you need to see How to Train Your Dragon. Have you seen the first one? Yeah. Yeah, you need to see the second one. The second okay. one is better in every way. Good. It's really good. The first one didn't charm me. It's weird. It's got amazing... But the second one I've heard is much better, so I'm into it. Sure. Uh, Third third on our... Spoilers? A little similar to Big Hero 6. Okay. A little similar. Well, a lot of kids' films are very similar. (laughs) Yeah, but these are... Yeah. All right, so Let's Be Cops, that that, that hit. Let's Be Cops. All I know is it just has two guys from... uh, It's the New New Girl Girl comedy. Yeah. And that made me want to see it, but I guess I'll see it now since it's out on DVD. Yeah, it's already out on DVD, right? I mean, Doesn't I like, feel like it was just it in did, theaters. That means it didn't do good. I like well, Jake it could Johnson. Be, it, it could be one of those things where um, I think with comedies, they're more willing to give it a shorter window from mm-hmm. from film, like in theaters, to release. Uh, like I remember, it was a huge deal when the that Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland only had like a month between between uh, in theaters and release on DVD. Like everyone movie, was crazy. That movie sucked though. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> sucked hard but but people went crazy thinking like how is this, this is the future of movies and it, and it is so i mean that. guardians of the galaxy is still playing in theaters so good movies stay in theaters it's coming out next week i know but still uh and last on dvd and blu-ray is a film called mood indigo uh, why does this sound familiar it to does me? i can't familiar. remember the director's name michelle gondry michelle gondry oh, directed this film audrey tattoo tattoo is in it uh, I get. I guessed the ending for it in whatever episode it came oh. out. In. I think that's what it was. That's why, why I remember it. Yeah. But uh, I, I basically, I love all of Michelle Gondry's films. So, I mean, uh, let's not talk about Green Hornet. But <laughs> I want to talk about Green Hornet. Okay, liked, yeah, Christoph Waltz is great. I like the fight. I've never seen the Green Hornet movie. Those fight scenes are amazing. Uh, okay. Yeah, Kato. All right, DVD oh. only. Uh, don't be afraid. It's Ginger Clown. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, and the description makes it make even less sense. To impress the football team and the girl of his dreams, Sam dares to enter an old amusement park. But when Jenny follows him in, they quickly realize that they'll be lucky if they can get out alive. Oh, it's a horror movie. Okay. For some reason, Tim Curry's okay. in this. Okay. He's probably the voice of the clown. Tim Curry? Well, 
Wasn't he in uh, that clown movie? And it's Sean Young is in this. I've never seen that. Interesting. It's really good. Sean Young, it's, everyone. It's, it, it is really good. It, it's really good. It's. Adam, you're not talking into the microphone at all. It's. Okay. Uh, next on DVD only, The House at the End of Time. There's a really long description for this. It's it's a Spanish language film. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that title. I think it's an interesting title. Or as they, uh, in Spanish, La Casa del Fin de los Tiempos. Was what that good? What the heck? Did anyone like this, this? This is an interesting, I've never seen it. As part of her sentence, she's sent back to her old home in the scene of the crime under house arrest where she's forced to confront the horrifying memory of what happened there. Uh-huh. That, kind of, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't say it sounded awful, bad. I mean, the, the name intrigued me, so. The house at the end of time. Well, it, it's a dumb title because it's translated from Spanish. Well, even, even in Spanish, I don't think it's... I think it's literally translated, though. El Hauso, el ende tiempo. Everything sounds better in Spanish. <laughs> it does. Going. It really does. <laughs> All right, next What's up. Next? Come on. On DVD only, the last of our DVD onlys, we could be king. Could we? Yep. Could we? Uh, I was going to try and make you guys guess what this is about, but I think Jordan's no. already looking at it. I open all the links. Don't put links know, if you don't sorry. want me to open them. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I try, sorry, sorry. I try and uh, sorry, sorry. I read ahead so that way I can comment. No, I get it. I get it. That's why I put the link there. Okay. Good. Uh, but then I thought afterwards, oh, maybe I'll make them guess. But no, no, no. It's too late. Uh, this is a Just sports put, documentary. Put in brackets, don't open link. Okay. <laughs> and I won't open the link. Till, till it's needed. This that is, sounds interesting. Two, two rival schools mm-hmm. get... Uh, are forced to come together probably because of financial problems yeah. with this with the local school system or whatever and and how they have to let go of their old rivalries and and bring all their people together so they could be uh, champions. In Just sports. like that's remember cool. the Titans. This is uh, from from ESPN, <laughs> so that's how you know it's quality. Cool. Great. Now I have to pay like fifty million dollars for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You suck. We're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Damn, you can't bleep it out. I don't care. God do whatever. Damn it, Adam. <laughs> Go back and bleep, it out. bleep uh, it out. Bleep. It's better yeah. if you if you better if you bleep it out. Uh, they'll bleep. contact me. <laughs> <laughs> I can bleep it after. Uh, so new gator. on a Blu-ray. Ga- no, it's it's Gaider. 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 Uh, this this is a film that people know about. This is Burt Reynolds. Oh, he, he the one that Archer well. always talks yeah, about. Yeah, and he directed this as well. Did he? This is insane. Is that the one where he's got his airboat? Yes. Yep. Uh, nice. They don't have the DVD cover on the link that I posted. That but makes the, me sad. I remember <laughs> the DVD cover is him on the airboat. Like, it's pretty prominent. <laughs> it's like, it's up there. It's a federal agent forces a paroled moonshiner called Gator to go undercover in a corrupt county. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a great I love cover. this cover. Is this the same one? Oh, yeah. there you go. That's, that's when it first came out. That's a nice cover. It's got airboats. It's got Burt Reynolds punching a guy. It's got Burt Reynolds <laughs> holding on to a girl. And so she's, no, he's not even holding on to her. He's got his oh, hands on the side. She's Superman holding on to style, him. And she's holding on to him. It's got him hanging out of a helicopter. All this is on the cover. It's like drawn in on the cover <laughs> I'm looking at. He's just doing yeah, all the like best the things. 70s. And he's got back, a mustache. Back when they made good covers. Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat that. This is the best cover I've ever seen. This is going to be my new background. (laughs) Screenshot. Uh, And the final new on Blu-ray, John Wayne classic, Sands of Iwo Jima. New on Blu-ray. Cool. Nice. Nice. 
Wow, mm. Gator only has a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. That's yeah, people up. don't like it. Uh, and I don't like that. TVD, this is a big deal, guys. What do you got? This is a big deal. What do you got? Oh, is this the whole... Coming out, oh. coming out on Tuesday, the day of DVD releases, on TVD, you can buy the complete TV series of Batman, the 1960s Adam Batman, West? The Adam West Batman. A Ooh. complete official They've never done release... This? Newly transferred. There was a bunch of rights issues uh, where people were sent. They couldn't figure out who owned what, and uh, there were that lawsuits. Freaking beautiful! But finally, they you get a toy cleared car? it up. You get a toy car. You get a toy car. Cleared it up. You get a toy Batmobile. Oh, that's like the special edition, dude. How much? One seventy. Oh, but that's the thing. It's one hundred twenty episodes. Oh, yeah, damn. and you get a Batmobile. You did get a Batmobile. I, I was reading about this. They released. They used to, the way they did it was two episodes a week. Yeah. Two a week. It was like like Mondays Batman. and t- Thursdays. Busy. Yeah. Is it like half an hour episodes? Yeah. And so that's the, that's why only three seasons, but 120 episodes. That's three seasons. It out. That's so crazy. Yeah. They were going to keep going, but um, whatever network was doing it that canceled them, they destroyed the sets before another network. <laughs> they just could burned it all to the ground. Yeah. If they hadn't destroyed the sets, we would have had more Adam West Batman. I want to get how history works. People right are, people are I want to get the Batman animated series too. Yeah. On yeah, that's, that should be yes. good. Yes. Yeah, but this is this is historical <laughs> right here, guys. This, this is, is uh, it's pretty big. An official release. That's, all right, so that's that's, that's all the new on DVD, Blu-ray, and TVD. If you want to buy those, go to your local video store. Do it. Do it. I would recommend. Are we picking one? Oh, if you want yeah. to, I want to do How to Train Your Dragon too because that's okay. that I, I really like that movie. All right. I don't. I've never seen it, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with you on this. Because one. you know how he's an inventor in the first one. You've seen it. Yeah. Like yeah, he, yeah, he invents yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. This stuff he invents to become a better dragon rider mm-hmm. is amazing. So he's he like, pretty much becomes a Jedi. So he's like how much flick from Bugs Life. What's well, a? It's a children's film trope. We're about to get into that. Yeah. Uh, Where they're all inventors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I could break down Disney movies into like four plot points. Every single Disney movie at this point. <laughs> All right. Should we do that? Should we get into the review? Oh, let's. Yes. 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 Indubitably. Right. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so. All right, let me get this straight. A man in a kabuki mask attacked you with an army of miniature flying robots. Microbots? B Max, tell him. Yes, officer. Ah! Microbots. Yeah, he was controlling them telepathically with a neurocranial transmitter. Come on! I am not fast. Yeah, no kidding! Go, 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 go! So Mr. Kabuki was using ESP to attack you and Balloon Man. You know it sounds crazy, kid. How about we call your parents and get them down here? What? Write your name and number down on this piece of paper and we can help. We've got to catch that guy. But first, you're going to need some upgrades. 
Tried to kill us. How cool is that? I mean, it's scary, obviously, but how cool! What's wrong with you? Low battery. You home, sweetie? We jumped out a window. Who's that? We jumped out a window. Harry, baby. Harry, baby. Hello, I am Baymax. We are going to tell you about Big Hero 6. Yep. That's a film. You said it wrong. Big Hero 6. Mm, big, big, Hero. Can you stop? Six. Is that racist? I'm sorry. I forgot to look up who directed this. Did we bleep that Should out? Just <laughs> what do you, someone say words. I like I'm not going to say words. Someone say words. I like, I like, I like. I like, I It's a funny one. This is the problem though. It's like every single time we go... Christine and I go to see a kids film. We're always <laughs> rolling the dice on whether we're going to be in there with a crap load of kids. Yep. Because that's either really fun or really bad. And when we first got there, uh, the trailers were first starting, and a little girl all the way to our left just started screaming. Oh, wonderful. Just screaming her heart out. And we're like, oh, no. I um, I had the... the the way that I timed my whole day, I I walked into that theater as the last trailer was ending, mm. and so th- then I was able to look across and there see where the children trailers. are, mm-hmm. and to see. Oh, and you're like, I'm I not like, sitting there. I was like, where's the spot? Oh, there. They look like they don't have children, and there's a seat right there. Mm. And so I just went and I Beautiful. sat down. When I went, I, I noticed <laughs> there was kids, but they weren't like little kids. It was all like. 12, 13 year olds. See, there you go. That's the best situation. Yeah. Or, so it's just like. As long as they're not teenagers, because then it just gets bad. Yeah, they they weren't too bad, but you can hear them giggling really loudly. Well, no, when when the movie was. It helps. Yeah. When the movie got going for me, there was a a child who was not near me at all, like half, like all the way across the theater, but was talking loudly enough to the mother. What's that? What just happened? Why is that there? What's going on? I was like, oh boy! So I I but that quickly stopped. I don't know if she went like, shut up, or, no, or she, she got her, no, she got her muzzle out of the purse, right? Yeah, is that, that's what you do. The lease in the muzzle, 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 muzzle. Yeah. That's how you pronounce. No, it. I remember I, when I went and saw Godzilla. I might have said this when I was on the show, but there's two kids in the front. You know, at the very beginning when the nuclear bomb goes off, oh, yeah. And one of them, well, there's like a, a lizard crawling, and the little boy's like, ooh. And then when the bomb went off, they both go, ah. <laughs> That's kind of great. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, funny. I, I, I like that. <laughs> like <laughs> color commentary is great. As, uh, it, as long as it doesn't impede the film. Mm-hmm. All right, big, big Hero Six, directed by Don Hall and Chris Williams, uh, adapted from a Marvel property. Yep. This is a Disney animated Wait film for them, the adapted from a Marvel property. Uh, this is like the first time they've done this, uh, which is exciting. This is a whole and new it, ball game. It's interesting because it's 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 the first time they've taken from the Marvel universe, but pulled it outside of the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, this is very. Like, this is not connected. No, not in any way, shape, or form. They actually came that out we and said, like, "Oh, you're not going to see Big Hero Six with the Avengers. Yeah, it's okay. never going to happen." It's animated. Well, I'm glad I'm that they. Saying, yeah, but I'm glad like, they didn't go for the live action thing. I'm glad they did animated because it's refreshing mm-hmm. to see. You well, don't have to works. worry about who's casting as who or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just I think nice. it works better for this. It does. In a way. The Baymax thing works great mm-hmm. on animation. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, and I'm gonna be him for Halloween next. <laughs> Just gotta get get a, get a balloon. I yeah. don't have to do much. I gotta paint myself white. And I'm pretty much that character. You gotta get the fist bump down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so the the premise of this film is there's like, well, it's hard to describe the premise, right? Like, I it, let me let me put it to you this way: the trailers that I've been seeing, you you kind of like. The, those trailers are for later in the film. Mm-hmm. The first, like, what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. There's something entirely else going on. Yep. It's a totally uh, different movie. The big plot point doesn't come in until, like, 20 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you'd seen the trailers, it actually kind of, like, you can skips. You kind of know what's going on more. Later. Yeah. But you have no context. You have no context. Like, it just it comes together once it reaches a certain point. You're just like, oh, yeah, the trailers are actually about this, yeah. and this movie's yeah, not. It's yet. interesting It's, it's interesting because you catch up with the trailer. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not a bad thing, though. No, it's not. Like it's that. actually really interesting, uh, the, way that, the way that it all works out. Because it's interesting to see how they get to that point, too. Yeah. So I like how they don't ruin that in the trailer. The more plot points you can take out of trailers, the better, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it's a it's a like a a young inventor genius child completed high school when he was thirteen mm-hmm. yeah like Doogie Howser and he um he's he's you know he's he's a uh, aimless yeah and his brother wants to get him into the school that the brother goes to because the, they're both smart he's going down a dark path he's using his skills kind of to do to do illegal things yeah but it's it's because that's where his talents are yeah he's doing for profit instead of you know to help others yep. And he's, it's like Goodwill Hunting. He's just squandering his gift. Yeah. Mopping, so, mopping floors. <laughs> uh, the, the brother gets him into the school. Robotics school, uh, by the well, way. Well, he gets himself in. He, he, brings, he brings him over to the school to kind of open his eyes yeah. to that there's other stuff going on in the world that he's not paying attention to or not willing to see. And then it makes him, it, it gives him a purpose and a direction. And then they just kind of push him in that direction and he sets about getting himself there. The, the what I what I want to note here about this though is that the the group is is already made. There's already the all of the the people working in the lab, there's Saves the group time. already. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like they all know each other and they're Well, I they're mean, great it's, it's not like it's a big deal because they all went to school together. It's not no. like it's unbelievable, so. No, but it's just kind of it's it's the it's a it's a really easy thing to do in a kids movie where it's like instead of gathering up the heroes, it's like, "Oh, yeah, they're all yeah, here." Yeah, but do you really want to see them gather no, up these? No, I heroes? didn't. Yeah. And that's I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that we went this way, but it just it felt really easy. I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, it felt natural. It felt natural to me, too. Yeah, yeah I guess. Cuz I mean, it was the Those, older brother's friends from yeah. his school. Uh-huh. I mean, and they're, and they're all in a program that would bring gifted people together who are good at different it's things. It's not too yeah. far of a stretch. You no. just said yourself you didn't want to see them all get gathered. No, that right? would Stop take complaining forever. Right That'd be now. so annoying. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Yeah. And it's also a kid's movie, so yeah. I don't care if it's being easy. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't mind that at all. So, so when it comes to the point where where um, tragedy strikes, Dunna. as it does, uh, there's a fire. Tadashi. To, to oh, are we are we doing spoilers? Yeah, whatever. This is because that's like we said. It's not in the trailer. Happens. This is what happens. This is okay. We can't talk about the rest. It's of the a kids movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you can't really talk about the rest of the movie. How are we going to talk about the rest of the movie? There's stuff going on that that is okay. separate from that. Well, pretend I didn't just say anything. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing with you. But like I said earlier, you can look at any Disney movie. Every Disney movie for as long as I can remember, has been about dealing with loss and finding happiness after loss. Mm-hmm. Like, you go all the way back to Bambi. Mm-hmm. That movie is about loss and then finding your place in the world and still being able to connect with others and moving on. Like, yeah. 
almost every Disney movie has been about that. Mm-hmm. Someone dies in almost every animated kids movie. Yeah. Mufasa. Or is dead at the beginning. Yeah, or is dead yeah. at the beginning when they Mufasa. start. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Hero goes through more loss than most. Oh, His yeah. parents are yeah. already gone. Yeah. Already gone. But they have a fantastic female role model in their life. Yeah. yeah. The the aunt. Aunt. She's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. She's great. <laughs> She's all right. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't wow. Super wow. <laughs> You're such a hard <laughs> ass. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't like, what is wrong with your like soul? Caring, loving women. <laughs> She's all right. The the team was cool. I like the team. Yeah. yeah, I like. I love how they were just completely different personalities. It was yeah. nice. Well, I mean, that's that's what you have to do when you have a team like that. You want to be able to differentiate between all the different people very easily. And it worked really well because their personalities played into their powers yeah. in quotation marks, mm-hmm. and also their suits. It was really nice. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I don't want to have to talk about the comic version that I read, which was some newer updated version that was released a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say their powers in the movie are, are better and make more sense than their powers in that comic book. Because I'll tell you, Honey Lemon's power in the comic was her bag. She could just reach in and pull out whatever item she needed at any moment. Mm. So it's like, oh, I need a hammer. Whoop, I got a hammer. Oh, I need... Well, uh, boy, did, uh, like, she it, had a bag of holding. Did it like chemically construct whatever no, it was, she... it was essentially magic. It didn't have anything <laughs> it's to just, do with chemicals. Just magic. It was just a magic bag. <laughs> and it was dumb. It was the dumbest thing. And it was like, oh, of course a woman has a purse that has everything. Like yeah, that, that's that, a little that was her superpower. Yeah. Like it was dumb. Yeah, and I here like it made more sense because yeah. she's into chemicals. So yeah. it's like, of course, she can, make, she can make chemicals that make bouncy she, things. She makes, do... she puts the elements together on the yeah. side of the bag. And they show it. It's an orb. Yeah, it's yeah. really they cool. They go inside. I like that. And, and they'd have different, like the one that she used made the floor all icy mm-hmm. you know like another thing was like a protective cover yeah. like, like it had Batman. different yeah it was it was neat i yep. did like, like that. that was much better uh and then same thing with uh it was wasabi no ginger whatever his name was mm-hmm. uh in the comic it was like oh i have magical chi blades so are they not like scientific at all in the comics or uh what? only hero and what's her name gogo tamago mm-hmm. she has a suit like that's a that's a thing um well, I like this better. I like that they're yeah, no, all science, and that it was using their projects, yeah. and turning those into like superhero things. Uh-huh. That's really. I just really thought smart. it was a little weird how like that guy could barely get uh, the thing to cut. I mean, like they would cut, but he had like this big contraption. But then all of a sudden, he could make blades out of it on his hands. Well, when you bring hero, yeah, yeah. hero's good. Different, at, he, a different perspective. Yep, mm-hmm. that's what that's, that was the whole thing. Is he oh, was okay. he was able to come in and. Pull something together, make it. Same work way with in a taking way. The, the the wheels on the bike and turning yeah, them yeah, into fi- yeah, he, foot things. He technically took all of their different things and helped them change them. So he's like, way I mean, better than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His suit didn't do shit though. No, nope. it was he like just, protective. No, I wanted just, his suit to be awesome. Yeah, he just turned into Ratchet from Ratchet. <laughs> yeah, I pulled up a picture of him. They look identical. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, that. That's the that's the problem with when you rely on your robot. It's like, oh, I gotta just always be attached yeah, to the robot. He needed something. Yeah, I would have liked if he had something. It's the same thing in the comics. He's just the brains. It didn't take away, like because he was able to assess the situation and help everyone figure. out I think out it's because he didn't. They didn't want to force because they all had their projects from before. I think they didn't want to force in something that was similar to the nanobots into his suit because yeah. they were fighting the nanobots. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they kept him plain. Because if they had tried to force in something, it's like, well, why has he got that weird power? We've never even yeah. seen that. Well, I mean, it made sense. It, it it goes closer because he's he's kind of you know connected to Big Hero Six yeah. or big the, you know Baymax Baymax yeah. Like when it comes down to it, like 
that's his extension. That's his superpower. Because okay. he, uh, he takes a, a, a medical practitioner and turns it into a superhero. Yeah. Do, you, do when the okay when they catch up to the Kabuki man mm-hmm. and that mask comes Kabuki off. mask. Oh, I knew it was him. Okay, I did too. I, I figured out every plot point like within the first forty five minutes. Before of the we movie. even had a villain, the guy showed up on screen and went, "Okay, bad guy," because yeah. he was the first character to show up who wasn't part of the team mm-hmm. or the ant. I yeah. was kind of hoping it was going to be Tadashi. Right? That I was, was when the mask came off. I went, "Please blow my there, mind and make it for a Tadashi. while." There, I was I was this close to yeah. thinking it was going to be him. Yeah, and it would have been amazing if he was dating. Uh, oh, Callahan's daughter. Oh, that would have been. That's cool. why he did it. That would have been. Wouldn't that have been really cool? Oh, it just doesn't fit his personality, though. No, not I mean, at all. Well, not even slightly. If if you if you got like damaged, I don't know. Yeah, but something happened. That was like, all Callahan had left. I yeah, mean, Tadashi still has his brother. He still has his aunt. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it would push him that far to lose somebody. Yeah, mm. but it still would have been. I mean, it did it push Hero pretty far, quo. though. It did right? push Hero That's, pretty far. Let's see. I would I would almost argue that that is an expected place to go because he starts off doing illegal things mm-hmm. and he's always kind of dealing with his inner turmoil of how to deal with and stuff he's, whether he should he's do so the good thing or the bad thing. I think, I think he's when finding you're, himself when you're younger, yeah, you don't. He's like, in puberty. Like <laughs> that was great. You can make fun of that all you want. That was funny. <laughs> no, I love that part. <laughs> but there's something to say about like just just actual experiences making you 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 decide at some point like oh I am not going to murder a person. Yeah, like, I'm never going to do that. Yeah, you when you're younger, who you're, you're like, going to be. You're like I can, oh, yeah, murder, I can somebody. murder somebody. I'm ten. Yes. <laughs> But I just thought I wanted it to be Tadashi, and then I realized like that would make no sense at it, all. It wouldn't That'd work. Be ridiculous. Would. I thought that's where it was going. That's where it would go soon. if this was Star Trek Three. Because the moment <laughs> it would happen, Hero would be able to talk him down yep. in an instant. And and as soon as I saw the video at the uh, at the abandoned island, like I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I knew who it was and why and everything. Yeah. Well, they also mentioned Callahan's daughter early on, so I was yeah. like, that's a plot that's going to come back. Yep. Like they, this was a this was a tight like script kind of like it was just like anything that got mentioned comes back around. That's something I wrote. It's predictable and formulaic in the way it's constructed, mm-hmm. and you can definitely look at it and be like, oh, they brought that up because it's going to be important mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that didn't make it any less enjoyable. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, and it is. A, we got to remember, it is a PG kids movie. Yeah. So, but, but, but I like the stuff that they did with it. Like they did. No, almost every female in the movie is a positive role model. We've got. Yeah. Gogo, who's like kind of a hard ass, like I love when she says "woman up" instead of "man up." I and didn't then, catch that. I love when she takes over driving. That right? was hilarious. And she kicks. He's butt. he's driving all like carefully. He stops at a red light, and then she's, she's like, like "Scoot over!" Stopping at a red <laughs> light. She's swerving everywhere. Yeah. But then all the guys in the team kind of they they're kind of like foolish. I mean, the one guy was like a nervous wreck, and the other one yeah. was just a freaking pothead dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's T.J. Miller. That's yeah, what else is he like going to play? Yeah, um, he's amazing. He is great. Yeah, but then you had Hero and you had his brother. You yeah. know what I mean, like you That's had, true. had good good people on that side as well. And Baymax is, I mean, he's he has a male voice. I don't know. He's kind of no nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, can we talk about a scene that that I I want to be bothered by, but I just wasn't. I well, no, no, no. I just I I I don't know if I'm being bothered for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Um. When Baymax's battery gets low mm-hmm. and he starts acting like a drunk, drunk person, that was amazing. I mean, it's funny, but like children in the audience were were laughing and reacting as if they had experience with drunk people, and that bothered me. No, right? If you, I don't think. I don't know. Is if that you go weird? Back, That's you, weird, right? If you go back to like Mickey Mouse cartoons, black and white cartoons, 
They've had drunk people forever, and it was always something kids okay, would laugh Looney at. Looney Tunes, yes, but no, Looney Tunes. No, is, go back and look at black and white <laughs> Mickey Mouse. I'm cartoons. making a joke about how Disney's clean. <laughs> no, I, I want to. I want to uh, note this. They might not have been laughing. They they were laughing, but I don't think they didn't understand they, because they were drunk. Yeah, that's what I'm trying funny. to say. Do you it's, think it hit like a different level? Like for us, it's hitting the, the level drunk. of drunk because we understand what that means. Yeah. I don't think they that's understood. What, they just understand he's funny. being silly. I think that's what the writers intended. Right. I yeah. think that was a writer's intent for Baymax to be acting drunk. But they but knew children it, understood. But how many it. jokes went over just, your head as a kid? Just yeah, just I like the so. Simpsons, like. Uh, a ten-year-old will watch that and get one experience. An adult will watch mm-hmm. a Simpsons episode and understand more of it and mm-hmm. see the funnier stuff in it than a kid will get. They like, just I think this it, is the same thing. They just it's laughed because it was silly. Yeah, okay. and he was petting it and calling it a furry baby. It was so. It was, <laughs> it was really, so great. He was very funny, <laughs> even if he was acting drunk. Yeah. I, it didn't bother me. It just, it just, it's, it struck something in my brain where it's just like, and the kids are laughing. And I was like, already ready kinda, for that because it was in the trailer. It was in the yeah. trailer. Yeah. I, but it was a longer sequence than I thought it would be. Yeah, I but liked it was, it. Yeah, it I was funny. I can't deny that it's funny. <laughs> I love it's just, mochi. When kids laugh at that, I was just like, oh, whoa. Do they recognize I just think, the way that I How about do? you stop being no. a grandpa? It's because, yeah, it's because you're an old werewolf. I'm just worried that kids are going home watching their drunk parents. No. They're at, home, they're at home hiding know. from their drunk parents. Yeah. Exactly. That's terrifying. They're, they're not laughing at it. They're not laughing. Well, they're laughing now to deal with the pain. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. If they knew how drunk people were, like really drunk people, uh-huh. they wouldn't be laughing at that. Okay. It'd be a totally different reaction. He's just being the silly. The fact that they're okay. laughing says <laughs> really? that they don't have a being? connection. He's being silly. He's being real silly. Silly. Okay. So silly. Okay. That was a great scene. It was good. Uh, just anything our, with Baymax in it was gold. Do we have anything more on the review? I want to. I want to end it with with talking about the short film. Yeah. No, I want to talk about Baymax a little okay, bit. Talk all about right? Baymax. All right. And the say? setting. I want to talk about. Okay. Oh, San Francisco. Can I? I want to complain about that. But do you want to really? say nice things? Really? I loved it. Okay. I liked no, it. It was I interesting. Want, I want a future where Asian culture bleeds into every other culture. Do you, but do you think that was supposed to be physically where San Francisco is or physically no, this where is a made up Tokyo world. is? No, this is a made-up world. You don't think where this is Earth Tokyo, at all? Nope. This is not they even... They have giant balloon turbines you, getting energy the from the sky. It's in the future. No, I think it it's a separate world. Not I think a it's place. just a whole new... It's, yes. It's like kind of Earth, but not really. Yeah. yeah. It's like Earth huh. 212. Okay, it's, okay. it's if... It's, it's imagine... Uh, in the forties, instead of instead of Asian people being put in internment camps, this just got dark. Well, also look, I mean, like you there was a even huge, have to go that way. You can talk about the isolationism. Migration. There's yeah. isolationism was a thing that stopped. Uh, so, all right, Japanese imagine and Asian imagine America put every single Asian person in San Francisco and closed them off, and then at the end of the war, they were like, "No, nah, you can just have the city," I mean, and this is what San Francisco would turn into. Well, then. it's like a Firefly too. I mean, they had the oh, English and Chinese mixture. I think it's yep. just an interesting thing that they try and do. Yeah, and there's okay. an argument. I mean, there's all those things on the internet of like, this is what uh, the average person is going to look like in 200 years, and they're an amalgamation of every ethnicity because we're just going to genetically blend. Let me ju- let me just try and put another perspective on it, and just I because I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I I can enjoy it in that way, but also the the not even the reboot comic, but the original original comic. You just got to stop in, doing that. No, no, no. Just but, divorce yourself from the comic because this is not listen. Attached. This is just another perspective. This okay. is just another perspective. Just take this for just a minute. I'm hearing the original. It was set in Tokyo, and that yeah. was very important because of the Asian culture. They wanted to very much have a, a comic, have a protagonist who was not white, who mm-hmm. was not American, who uh, they all sp- you know, spoke you know, not English. Like, mm-hmm. this, was a, this was a kind of a big deal. 
And in that original, like, they, they were attached to another superhero, but then they became their own thing. And a villain that they fought was, like, a, a villain who was, like, a, a remnant of, like, Hiroshima. And so it was very much tapped into, like, a cultural identity. And it just the way that I saw by making it San Francisco instead of even, like, just you take a little bit of Tokyo and you put it at the end of San Francisco, it's it's watering it down. It's, it's, it's whitewashing it. And I that's... Didn't... I, that's just a different perspective for you to just try on, put that See, hat on, take a look at and it. I, and I'm telling and t- you, and then based take off on, the hat and then be okay. I'm that's, telling that's you, based I'm on everything that they said about the movie and the the setting before the movie came out, yeah. is that they took white people mm-hmm. and they put a different. They put it on white people. They didn't okay. take Asian people and whitewash it. They okay. did the other side yeah. and said, "What if Asian culture was everywhere mm. and how would it affect?" And I would argue that that Hero and his brother. One hundred percent not white. Okay, yeah, they aren't. No, white. I I agree. The only, and they even cast a, a an Asian kid. Yeah. So, uh, like the the whole as point as is know. that like Can this we, is should we fact check that this is a this is a made up <laughs> world where the cultures are intertwined. I like that. In fact, it's more it's more Asian culture than it is anything else. The architecture is almost completely Asian. Oh yeah, this kid. This uh, well, he's American, but he's. He, and yeah. so was his brother. His brother was also an Asian actor. No, the act, actor. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I'm saying oh, he was were. a better. He was a more well-known name, right? So, yeah. Right. But uh, but that's what I'm saying is this is a completely made-up place and it's heavily influenced by Asian culture. It's not. No, no. I yeah. get, I get that. Yeah, I get I all. I don't that. feel like there was any dilution. Okay. Okay. Can I felt talk? I felt it helped. It made a really interesting setting. I can loved where they were. Can we talk about Baymax, please? <laughs> I know you. No, we've started this whole time. We started the podcast, and he's like, "Can we just not do the rest of the podcast and just talk about Baymax?" Just please. Can I just say that he is one of the funniest characters I've seen I in an animated it. movie? Every in a second long he time. was on screen was amazing. Just the things he said were just. The fact that he was a giant marshmallow and the way he interacts with his environment, just like. In a in a kids PG uh, cartoon movie that they're doing physical comedy like that, I mean it's, it's just subtle things like how he gets around. Like he gets up behind the bed and, and then he has to like squeeze his way through, yeah. and it's just the funniest thing. And, and his butt is about to yeah like, pop. And the out whole thing with the tape and the in the holes, and he's deflating. He's just like. I love how long that scene was. <laughs> it went like uncomfortably long. <laughs> they it was they let so a lot good. of scenes with VMAX go long just because it was funny how he couldn't great. get around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. And the whole um, in the in the trailer though, the whole trying to get the suit on him was a little longer. And I yeah. kind of wish they did that because it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like the original teaser, I think. Yeah, they, they, I like that yeah. though. But I think they kind of skipped that. But I was okay well, with it because they start with a different suit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and the whole um, everything that's like. All the healthcare stuff about the puberty, and then how he's always saying, "Oh no!" It was well written, well designed, like perfectly played, perfectly timed. Like this is going to sell a lot of toys. Yeah, it was great. It was and great. the whole yeah. oh, that, that was, <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was really <laughs> the funny. First time that just was killed. That was me. like, how would a robot understand this? Oh yeah, that's exactly how a robot <laughs> would understand this. Just oh, good stuff. Man. That character made that movie ten times as funny. I don't think it would have been as good as it was without nope. Baymax. Uh, do do we want to pick favorite member of the team? Baymax. Oh, I mean, on. that's not yeah, even he's gonna hands down. What are you saying? Mine is Fred. Fred. I love TJ Miller. <laughs> love I TJ Miller. Like Fred's the best. <laughs> I like Gogo. Gogo's cool. 
I like her. Just her scenes whenever she was fighting, yeah. just how fast it was and how fluid all of it. Oh, no, she looked great. Amazing. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh, can I say one last thing about the comic? Fred also originally had magical powers. Uh, you could magically turn into a, a Godzilla. Of course. And, of course. And, and, like, there was a dumb thing. So why where, did like, they get the whole... They, they all just had magic powers? Yes. That's it weird. made no sense. <laughs> did, they made did, this make sense. This movie hold on. made a bad comic better. I just was realized it not something. a good comic? No, it, it was all right. It wasn't yeah. that good. Yeah. Hold on. I just realized something. Did anybody... Did you guys stay till the end of the credits? Yeah, yeah of course. All right, post-headed screen. Because... Uh, no one else did in the theater. No? Christine and I were really? the only people in the theater. There was like a ton of people walked out, but then one guy is at the end. He's the, it started. He like ran back, but most of the people left <laughs> straight up. They forgot. No one. They forgot it was a Marvel movie. Uh, yeah. Everyone forgot it was Marvel. Uh, they, I like that scene. It was funny. Well, when when they're in Fred's house and he looks at that portrait, I was like, oh, Stanley. There's a cameo. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it, and it comes around at the end. I was like, oh, that's great. That's nice. That's it's nice. really cool. I like that. A weird front. Uh, another. I was wondering what you actor. meant by feast at the bottom of your notes, and I remembered the little. Another, another voice actor that we should talk about, Alan Tudyk, uh, who yeah. was the voice of the uh, billionaire guy. Who was supposed this. to be the bad guy? Uh, yeah, they thought was the bad guy. They leaned so heavily on it in the beginning. I knew he wasn't going to. Yeah, be. it's too they, much of a fame. But it's that. funny because he he. If you know who Alan Tudyk is, you would think that he was the bad guy because he was the bad. He was one of the bad guys in Frozen. Yep. And then he was also the bad guy in Wreck-It Ralph. So, but he was also the good guy in Firefly. That's, that's why they cast him. It's so great because everyone yeah. who went in the IBD, IDB page before the movie came out was like, well, obviously he's a oh, bad he's guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, I mean, he's not a good guy, but nope. he's not the bad guy. Nope. Uh, and I, I love that now that's become Disney Animation Studios' a go-to voice guy. I love him. That's great. I want more. Let's, yep. let's keep going. Yep. Let's make him the, the, um, the, the new, what, Pixar has that, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about. You literally said I his name like 20 minutes ago. It all right, let's talk right about the short. The short. All right, let's do all it. All right, all right. Which was great. Feast. I have not been it's touched. A, it's an like adorable that. puppy. I have. That was man, that and was his life adorable. is told through food. That was just the way it was told from his perspective, the story, and and that that got me. Uh, it was <laughs> hilarious. Oh, crap. It was really funny. I had an too. emotional response. As well. <laughs> oh man! Let's just leave it at that. Did I have an emotional response? All right, I'm a big baby. <laughs> like I'm a giant I, baby. I had emotional responses during Big Hero Six. Oh okay, yeah, a couple of them. I yeah. did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I I had a I had a I'm little one of those bit. people in the middle of the night where a good commercial comes on. And <laughs> I gotta get some tears, man. No, the part where he's talking to like Baymax right after he goes all buck right. wild. That was pretty rough, rough scene. Yeah, but the feast man hit me hard. So. Like, uh, we, wow. we even say it's the short film that played before. Yes, and uh, Disney's doing really good with these. Yeah, they're, they're again they're wow. taking that Pixar model, do a short film, and he's freaking it was adorable. pretty funny too. A cute I, dog, it, very funny. Cute I only dog. have one problem with it. Oh no, that dog should have been super fat. Oh, that bullshit. should have been one of the fattest dogs. <laughs> they don't show you all the scenes where the dog's just running constantly. Oh, that's true because it is a super hyper dog. Yeah, you can. Tell. They just they just show you the cuts where he's eating. Uh, so can I just say, the, 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 do, can I tell you what got me? What got you? The, that dog believes in love. Right? <laughs> and he's willing to sacrifice what oh. he wants. <laughs> so that love. He holds on. Like, Nobody look at me. <laughs> he's, willing, he's willing to give up everything he loves. He so looked at his owner. They will and love. his owner was sad. And I was like, what? <laughs> Man, hey, this is, this is, I saw this after, um, Sorry to pimp another podcast, but uh, we have concerns. Mm. Jeff Kanata and Anthony Carboni uh, brought up an article where there's this dog that has learned over a thousand words. Oh. And it can do like complex complex 
problem solving mm-hmm. like they tell the dog to bring like four objects and put them in a certain order and mm-hmm. it will come and do that oh. so there there's a lot of research that they're doing and there's they're they're hypothesizing that dogs have more complex uh thinking than they thought before like because there's that there they've taught sign language to a couple um like orangutans or um i forget what yeah, exact type of monkey right yeah. but but in all that their tests that they've done with them they can't learn over a certain amount of words. And while they can do basic conversational stuff, they can't do complex problem solving. And this dog is doing that. Mm. So they're thinking that dogs are, are more complex, mm-hmm. more understanding, more empathetic, all those things. And like, I have that in my head. And then I'm seeing this and I'm like, this dog gets it. Uh, this he dog, understands he, love. He understands what's going on here. Yeah. And he's willing to sacrifice. <laughs> I love how oh, when that, the moment that guy breaks up with his girlfriend, he just goes straight for the fridge and yep. some ice cream. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right. So that's our review. So good. Great movie. <laughs> what do we all say? Great Recommend short. it. We, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would almost say see this movie for the short. That short is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then stay yeah. and watch Big Hero 6. It's just a good night. I mean, look, you, get, a, great you get a good short, you get a good film, you have a good time. I Would you say recommend in theaters watching this? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Oh. We saw it. Oh, did um, you see 3D? No. Okay. Because I saw a review of the 3D and they said it was surproofless. Like okay. it was just not that good. Okay. Um, but I did see it at on like an ETX screen mm-hmm. because some theaters, if they're symmetrical, they'll have like an IMAX on one side and they'll have an almost as big theater on the other because just as symmetrical. Mm-hmm. But they can't make them both IMAX because it wouldn't make them enough money. Yeah. So they just call it their ETX screen. Uh. So it's this giant screen with really good speakers, but it's not IMAX. And yeah, that's I, where we saw it. It was I, beautiful. I feel like the screen that I watched on was bigger than normal. I so. went to a really crappy little place. It so. was really <laughs> beautiful on screen. So I would suggest people see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And plus, if you go with a bunch of people who have hearts uh <laughs> you're gonna it's it's a nice experience to be in a like a, a happy movie where everyone's it's a laughing fun movie. there's a ton of people laughing it's good times yeah yep. all right so uh we're gonna tell you what's new in theaters we have uh coming out this weekend beyond the lights dumb and dumber to rosewater fox catcher and the homesman uh, those last two in limited release. Uh, but before we get to guess the ending, uh, let's thank uh, Silent Partner, who gave us our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, by putting it in the YouTube audio library. Yay. Yeah. Uh, you should also uh, get, go check out Justin Kieslin of Agents of Guard, uh, because he made our logo. Thanks, Justin. Uh, that's agentsofguard.com. You can also find my weekly write-up on Gotham there. It's called God Ham. And you can find... <laughs> You can find an article that I did about Big Hero 6 and the crappy comic that it was based on on that website. <laughs> wow. That's uh, hella rude. Spoilers. Uh, and if you like podcasts, and if you like community, and if you like me, then you should check out Shut Up, Leonard. Uh, that's a podcast that I do with Matt Benson, where we talk about community. We're right now on a little bit of a hiatus because, uh, you know, there's no new season, and we just finished doing season two. And the way that we do it, there's not enough time for us to do a full season before it comes back. Season six is coming out in January, I think. Uh, so we're just going to wait. Uh, but you can go check out. We we have all of season one, all of season two, there's all of season four, yeah. all of season five. Good stuff. Uh, on Twitter, at ShutUpLenPod or ShutUpLeonard.com. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about Optograb.org, yeah. ReadWave.com, RantLifestyle.com. 
And his short story, uh, OES 2 Now, available on what? Amazon and Smashwords. Uh, they're called But Dad Never Listened to Danny Brown and Blue Matters. Does he ever sleep? Because all he does no. is write. Nah, that's his, that's his job now. I can't, I can't do win, that. Win, win, no matter so what. So go, go buy his uh, short stories. I have Trigger Finger. I can't write that much. Have you read them yet? No. No? I'm sorry. I'm in school right now. Sorry, Tom. School. Yeah, it's starting to it's hard. starting to speed up school right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Jordan? I work over at GamersAltWeekly.com. I'm on the video content team. Uh, we stream uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 5 to 7 Pacific Standard Time. We're doing all different kinds of video games. Uh, we definitely stay current every single day. It's a different game. We're on for two hours. And uh, at least once a week, we have a complete community plays where we'll play some game with the community. We actually have uh, a account set up on both the Xbox One and the PS4 where you can go ahead and add GA Weekly on either system. And the next time we play a game, if you want to play it, just come on at uh, 5 o'clock uh, on that day. And you can go to GamersAltWeekly.com to check out the streaming schedule and... We can all play video games together. Do you guys do on Twitch? <laughs> no. Damn it. We we play real games. That is a real game. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, uh, it's a good game. You should also vote for Nerds Eye View on podcastland.com. They do, do a it. podcast of the month uh, every month. Do so it. if it's a new month, you can vote for us. Uh, just go follow the link that we put in the description. Go to podcastland.com and search for Nerds Eye View. You know who you should also vote for? Midnight Marinara. They are nominated for the uh, Audioverse Awards. Uh, voting is still good until the 17th. That's a whole week that you guys got to go do your voting. Uh, their voting is a little bit more complex because they want to make sure that you're a real person. Uh, they'll, they'll go through... They have a couple of different ways to confirm that you're a real person. You just go through that, and then you have to vote for everything, even though we only want you to vote for Midnight Marinara. You still got to just click boxes on the other things. Don't worry about it. Uh, but please, uh, if you if you haven't listened to Midnight Marinara, go go check them out. Uh, for those other sections that Midnight Marinara is on, can I can we do what I did during the midterm elections and just write me in on the write in ballot there's, for there's every? No there's no write in. There's no write in because I was trying to get into office. I just clicked on every woman's name. I wanted to make sure women are represented. That's me. That's how I do it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I voted. I've done my duty and Me voted too. for Midnight I Marinara was... on the Audioverse Awards. Oh, I did that too. But I also for midterms. I was mad. Oh, I didn't well get a sticker. Too. Oh, you got to demand it. I was upset. You got to ask. I drove away and I went, I don't have a sticker. Yeah. I stuck mine somewhere where I'll keep it forever. Uh, but this is just a that very sounded, specific. sounded dirty. Very specific <laughs> voting. I tattooed it on my butt. What else do you expect <laughs> me to do when I get a sticker? Oh, man. Uh, you know what else you can do? You can go to BenViewNetwork.com and check out all the other podcasts on the BenView Network. Oh, there's so many. Uh, they're, they're so good. There's a lot. And we just added a new one recently called what? Flagons and Dragons. Ooh. This was like two or three weeks ago. Okay. And uh, what they do is they play D&D and, and they review microbrews, like small small batches of beer. Oh, I got to listen to that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, check them out. They do. And, and I like how they do their D&D adventures. They do kind of more shorter runs. So mm-hmm. it only runs for like... Their first adventure ran for like six or seven episodes, That's so awesome. it's kind of easy to like get in. Like you never have to worry about it. A long okay. running. Kind I gotta of listen to that now. All right. Uh, so and I I can't remember what their Twitter is. I'm sorry. I think it's just flag drag. Uh, but go go check them out. They're on BenviewNetwork.com and Benview Network. You can follow all the Benview Network shows on Twitter just by following at Benview Network. Uh, and our personal website, AnyViewPodcast.com. Our email, 
nevpodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at nevpodcast. And my personal Twitter at podcasterandrew. At Truvelk. Adam doesn't do any of this. Hello. He doesn't uh, like online things. You were correct. It's at flag drag. Okay, good. Uh, all right. So now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll yeah, never guess how it ends. And by default, I'm up first. Yes, you Hello. Because <clears throat> both of you picked the last ones. Yep. Uh, so no matter which one of these I picked, it, uh, I'm going to have to go first. So I picked oh. Beyond the Lights. That's what I'm going to guess. Beyond the Lights. Directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood. Starring Gugu Mbathara, <laughs> Nate Parker, Goo-goo. Mini Driver, and Richard Coulson, the Baker. A talented young musician on the brink of superstardom struggles with the pressure of her newfound success. Uh, Yeah, so I mean, like, the beginning of this movie is all the very typical, like, oh, I'm an unknown. Oh, they discovered me. Oh, I made it. I'm on tour. Oh, what am I going to do? And uh, they start wanting her to do things that she doesn't want to do. And uh, eventually it gets to the point where she's just very uncomfortable with her public persona uh she 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 wants she wants to be someone entirely new and so what ends up happening at the end of this film she she creates a plot where she fakes her own death but she still wants to be a singer so she comes back as a different singer does she get plastic surgery she comes back no no plastic surgery it's just all through uh makeup and hair changes wow um and she, good, she yeah. comes back actually as a as a it, she was a female superstar. She comes back as a male superstar. What? And in fact, you might know him by the name Justin Bieber. What? <gasps> I just heard the uh, Inception boom. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I liked it. Good. Am I next? Yep. Oh my yep. god, I'm next. Okay, listen up, ladies and gentlemen. The movie I am doing is a little movie called Foxcatcher. Director Bennett Miller, starring Steve Carell, Channing Tatum, Bark Ruffalo, and Vanessa Redgrave. All right. You're always going to get me with that Bark Ruffalo. Never see, <laughs> never see it coming. All right. Based on the true story of Mark Schultz, an Olympic wrestler whose relationship with sponsor Jean Dupont and brother Dave Schultz would lead to an unlikely circumstances. You know, before I get started, I just want to say my um, – okay. They're both Olympic wrestlers. My wrestling coach in high school actually wrestled against them wow. back in college. So he actually knew these two guys wow. before all this shit happened. Cool. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So, you know, Chenny Tatum, he's all hot, young, sexy, all right? Uh, Mr. John DuPont, played by Steve Carell, he, uh, he comes in. He's like, hey, man, you're looking pretty ripped there. I want you to come wrestle for me because he's starting up a wrestling group, all right? All right, and then, you know, Channing Tatum, he kind of comes in. He's looking like John Cena. So he starts, like, hitting people with chairs. He starts, you know, throwing people off of the second rope, you know, stuff like that. And John Dupont's like, you know, this is, this is not the right kind of wrestling. And Channing Tatum's like, what are you talking about? I literally just got back from SummerSlam, and you're telling me <laughs> this is the wrong kind of wrestling? And so he's like, yeah, man, we're doing Olympic wrestling. You mean that fake shit? <laughs> the shit that nobody watches? He's like, yeah. He's like, fine. Okay, I'll learn it. And so, you know, he, he gets like a Rocky montage of him learning how to like basically walk. And uh, he teaches him how to wrestle. But then John Dupont's like, you know, I don't think this is really working out. You're a little bit too sexy for this Olympic wrestling stuff. So I'm just going to have to kick you to the curb and uh, 
kick up uh, Bark Ruffalo towards me. All right, so he, he takes Bark Ruffalo underneath his wing, and uh, Bark Ruffalo is uh, he's a little bit better at this than him. So uh, Mr. Channing Tatum gets a little jealous, and you know he's over at uh, he's over at uh, what do they still do Armageddon for WWE. I don't know. Where's Benson? We got confirmation. So um, he's over at Armageddon one night. And he's sitting there texting his brother. His brother's talking about how great everything is going. And uh, so he gets a little upset. So he walks up to John Dupont and he shoots him straight in the face. All right, Channing Tatum shoots Steve Carell straight in the face <laughs> and i have no idea where i was going with this one this is not one of my best please don't hate me <laughs> in that scene it's not bad it's not bad well, that's the end of the movie yeah okay that's not one and of we don't best. get to see the after effects it just ends no like it that. just ends like tony soprano i was about to say <clears throat> okay yeah that's it that's it's just you now man the it's just all man. on you just you. Go the, homes, man. The homes, man. Go homes, man. The homes, man. Director Tommy Lee Jones, starring Tommy Lee Jones, Hilary Swank, Grace Gummer, Miranda Otto. A claim jumper and a pioneer woman team up to escort three insane women from Nebraska to Iowa. I didn't read this before right now. <laughs> <laughs> you did a blind pick? Yep. Wow, that's ballsy. That's, I bold. Read, I read, that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> I read the other two and went, nope. <laughs> there was three. Oh. There was like four. There's so the... many movies. I mean, I, you don't really want to make a joke about someone getting no, trapped in Iran. I read, I read the other two that oh, were available. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rosewater. I just, that's heavy. I don't nope. want to make that. a joke about it. Well, nope. Foxcatcher's kind of heavy, too, if you know how it ends. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, Tom Lee Jones and Hilary Swank take uh, three crazy women from uh, Nebraska. And the reason why they have to take them is because they're actually uh, the heirs of an estate um, that they're going to try and steal. Um, so they're taking them over there to uh, claim the inheritance and then rid, you know, get rid of the women, probably drop them off at a, a mental institution. So they, uh, they head over there, and it's just it's kind of a, a wacky adventure where they're... Um, kind of pioneering through the wilderness and getting over there and and you know they got to deal with with bears and and hunting food and stuff like that and uh most of the problems come from the fact that uh one of the three women keeps escaping and they don't know how like they keep bringing <laughs> them together and you find out at the end of the movie it's because she's faking being crazy oh. at the end of the movie she's the only sane one and she's you know she's picking the locks and and trying to get like, away but you don't a ghost no <laughs> No, you just you uh, because uh, when they when they finally get there and Tommy Lee Jones and Hilary Swank have have uh, taken it away and they're trying to get rid of the women, she shows herself to not be crazy mm. and takes both of them out because they they Whoa. expect so much like so little from from the three women that they were just like you know whatever we're gonna get rid of them and not worry about it and they just leave a gun on the ground and she picks it up and and tells them you know how horrible they are and everything and. Uh, uh, kills them both, and then it just kind of fast forwards to six months later, and it's just her like braiding the hair of the other two women, and they're living in this really nice house and yeah. and having a nice time. So it worked out. Her her acting crazy actually helped her out because there was no way they would have gotten over to yeah. Iowa anyway. So 
<laughs> they thought that they were using the three crazy women, but in fact, she was using them. So I'm you like, went for a plausible movie. That's a nice yeah. turnaround. Okay. That's yeah. a nice turnaround. Because I usually yeah. go crazy and I usually compare it to another movie yeah. or, or make some connection and make it dumb. Yeah, but you had to, you had to wild card it right there. Yeah. All right, so if any of those endings are correct, uh, go ahead and email us, nvpodcast at gmail.com, and let us know. Can you just send me a text message? Sure, I'll give you my number right now, everybody. Okay, it's uh, 714-555-555. Go suck it. I think that's too many. I think that's, I think, Adam, I think that's, I think it's too many numbers. No, it's a 1-800 number. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so call that number. Yep. Uh, suck it. Do that. <laughs> Uh, Just pepper next in. week you'll be hearing a, a special uh, episode with only a review of yep. Interstellar. No top ten. Uh, yeah, uh, and also it'll. I'm gonna um, make. A, I'm gonna make a prediction. It'll have guess the ending. I'm gonna make a prediction. Interstellar and Big Hero Six still at the top two spots. Mm-hmm. Pro- yeah, more than uh, likely. With, with Dumb and Dumber Two coming in in the top a close five. three. With the yeah. with yep. the gap between these, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Rosewater, I want it in that top ten. I want, I want it to be there. I, I really do, and I'm definitely going to see it. But is this John Stewart's first movie directing? Yeah, yeah, first directing. Okay. Anyway, so uh, come back next week to hear about Interstellar. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Wait, did we end the? Oh, we got to end the guessing. That's it. Uh, we just had to say it. God, now I got to pay fifty million more dollars. <laughs> Nobody even knows the name of that song. Write me some checks. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. All that donation money is going to be there for when that happens. What? I mean, it's the only reason we accept donation money. Do for when I donations? sing songs. I mean, yeah. Are you accepting donations? Was that too? Do we get donated? Where's my money? You what? guys get paid? <laughs> I guess. Uh, you know what? I'm mistaking this for something else. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, so thanks for listening. This has been episode two hundred six. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. I'm Adam. Bye. Bye. Is that copyright? I'm surprised you just don't turn. Oh, because you need room for your mic. Turn down. For your, uh... For what? You need a bigger table. Will you buy me one? Yeah, I'll get. I'll I mean, get you a bigger. Th- there would be enough room if you sit on this side. Yeah, because Andrew. he just Boop. has it here and computer here. And Let's get a sound room. studio, Andrew. I want to. Where's our budget? podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.